Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Casty Wellfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? Hey, hey, and welcome to episode two of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. I want to start today by painting a little picture for you. So I want you to imagine with me for a minute that you are 30 years old and you're starting to feel it. Your body just isn't what it used to be. You're more tired than you've ever been. You have trouble losing weight. Maybe you don't sleep well and you carry Pepto in your purse because everything gives you a tummy ache. You're told this is a quote unquote normal part of aging that as you get older, your metabolism just stops working and you won't be able to eat like you used to. It's frustrating. You used to be able to eat whatever the heck you want and you were still thin, vibrant, healthy. So you subscribe to the norm and start cutting carbs and calories so you can stay fit. And maybe this works for a little bit. Maybe you lose a ton of weight and get back to the shape that you want to be again. But then you turn 40 and now you weigh more than you've ever weighed. Maybe your joints hurt, maybe your back hurts, and you're told to do the same thing. Cut calories, restrict carbs, and pop a few white pills whenever you feel pain. And this cycle just keeps repeating over and over and over again. It seems kind of odd when I talk about it here, but this is what the typical American lives like. We live with this idea that these symptoms that we're experiencing are normal and that's just the way it's going to be. But what if I told you that there was a better way? What if I told you that these massive drastic changes in metabolism as you age aren't actually normal, that it's a result of you not understanding your thyroid? Your thyroid is the master gland. It is responsible for all cellular processes in the body namely your metabolism. By definition, your metabolism is the sum of all reactions that occur throughout the body within each cell that provide the body with energy. Your metabolism drives every physiological process in the body. It does not just take care of your ability to lose or gain weight. And that's a misconception that a lot of people have. People tend to associate the metabolism with the ability to lose weight. But this does a disservice to the complexities and intricacies of this beautiful gland in the body. So what does the thyroid do? Your thyroid is responsible for producing T4 and T3. T4 is the inactive form of thyroid hormone, but your thyroid actually produces about 80% more T4 than it does T3. So when T4 enters into the bloodstream, it will essentially wait around to be activated before enacting physiological change. What happens is the majority of T4 conversion actually occurs in your liver. It's about 70% of your T4 is converted into T3 in the liver. It's the liver's ability to store glucose as glycogen that actually controls the conversion of T4 into T3. Those enzymes run the process of converting T4 into T3. Now you might be wondering, okay, why are we talking so much about the thyroid? Why is this important? Well, not only is your thyroid responsible for literally every process in the body, but maybe the reason why you're listening today is because you're concerned with fertility. 
one of the major jobs that the thyroid does is thyroid hormone is actually necessary to convert cholesterol into all of your steroid hormones. This includes one of your most important hormones, progesterone. Progesterone is your most protective hormone. It protects you against stress. It protects you against many a disease. Progesterone is what sustains life in pregnancy. So when our thyroid hormone is low, then we're not going to get adequate conversion of cholesterol into progesterone. So that's just one of the many reasons why we want to look at thyroid health when it comes to our hormonal health and our fertility other things that your thyroid impacts, things like digestion, immunity, sleep. Your thyroid directly is related to these systems in the body. So I want you to begin to understand that when it comes to your health, when it comes to your hormonal health, to your overall wellness, you can't separate out parts from the whole. If you have symptoms occurring, it's likely a very small picture of a bigger problem. And so for you, I want you to get curious and become a little scientist and think, okay, where could this be starting? Because nothing happens in isolation in the body. God designed our bodies to work together for our systems to work together. And your thyroid is a huge component of how all of our systems work together. One of the reasons why I put so much emphasis on thyroid health is really because there is so much noise out there in the health and wellness world. There are so many people out there that'll say, eat this, don't eat that, do this, don't do that. You should work out like this. You should sleep like this. You should take these supplements or whatever it is. There's so much noise. And I get women every single day on Instagram asking me, well, this person said this and this person said that, and you're saying this, what do I do? How do I know? And my answer is usually, hey, let's look at the body. Let's look at how God designed the body to function. And there are certain mechanisms that he designed to occur within the body. So the things that I recommend and why I take a more thyroid focused approach is because I believe once we can understand these physiological mechanisms, we can learn to support our specific body the best. Now you might be asking, okay, well, what lowers thyroid function? Like how can I know if I have a low thyroid function? And don't worry, as these podcasts continue, we're going to get into all of the nitty gritty. But the main thing that I want you to understand right now is that the number one thing that suppresses thyroid function is stress. And this doesn't have to be any kind of dramatic stress. It could just be the everyday stress of being a mom. And that's where this podcast really gets its name because motherhood is stressful caring for tiny humans, or maybe your kids are in middle school, maybe they're older, whatever stage of motherhood you're at, being a mom is difficult. And how this goes hand in hand with your thyroid is stress directly opposes thyroid function. When our body perceives stress, and this can be anything, you know, it could be the stress of motherhood, it can be from under eating, it could be a stressful exercise, it could be an emotional event, whatever, your body views all stress as the same. What happens is when our body perceives stress, it produces a stress response. Your adrenal glands are glands responsible for this fight or flight reaction. Under stress, your adrenal glands will start pumping out the hormones adrenaline and cortisol. These hormones directly oppose thyroid function. 
Now, this is the reason why I believe people experience those stereotypical symptoms of a slowing metabolism. For most of our lives, most of us are probably living off of stress hormones instead of allowing the thyroid to do the job of energy metabolism. When we are not nourishing our body, when we are not caring for those stressors, caring for our body throughout the stressors, then our body is going to be running off of these stress hormones. And it might be fine for a little bit. You might feel great even for a little bit, but there will come a time where that wears off. And that's typically when people start feeling and experiencing those symptoms of aging, where we start feeling that slowing metabolism. It's not because just overnight our thyroid decided to stop working. It's because your thyroid has been suppressed for so long because your body has been running off of stress hormones and you didn't realize it. When these stress hormones enter into the bloodstream and they suppress thyroid function, now your thyroid is not going to be in use for only God knows how many years. And once this slowing occurs, then we're going to see all of these other symptoms start happening. This is a mechanism that God created to protect you. The stress hormones increase, all non-essential life functions decrease, like your digestion, your fertility, your cycle, sleep, mood, all of those things will slow down as a result of stress, as a way to protect your heart from stress. So what can you do about it? One of the number one ways that you can actually support your body and help mitigate the effects of these stressors is by simply eating enough calories. When your body perceives stress, it actually increases your cells demands for glucose and oxygen. Under a healthy thyroid function, your body should be able to perceive these stressors and then your thyroid increases thyroid hormone in order to move glucose and oxygen into the cells and keep you functioning and thriving. When adequate caloric intake is not given to someone, then we are actually going to see a lowering of thyroid function because what happens is once your body has moved glucose and oxygen into the cells and this, this stress response increases your body's energy demands, when those energy demands are not met, it creates what's understood as an energy deficit. When your body is in an energy deficit, then it will begin to pull from your body's glycogen stores. Imagine you have stress, it enters the body. Stress increases your demands for energy. It increases your need for glucose and oxygen. Once glucose and oxygen are moved into the cells by the thyroid hormone, if there's nothing else to move into your cells, now your body is going to be pulling from your liver. That mechanism of pulling from your glycogen to create glucose by nature increases your stress response. And this is where we're going to start seeing our stress hormones run wild. Already your body is pumping out stress hormones from just the typical stressors of life. In a healthy human, thyroid hormone will meet those demands and things should stay pretty normal. When you are not adequately consuming enough calories, you're not adequately nourishing your body, those energy demands cannot be met, then your body will move through your glycogen stores to keep you alive. And then once those glycogen stores are burned through, your body actually switches its metabolism from what's known as oxidative phosphorylation. And we're not going to go into that today, but it switches the metabolism from that into lipolysis. So it shuts the thyroid off. And now the metabolism has switched into the metabolism of fat. And this, I mean, is probably an episode for another time in and of itself, but this 
is a problem. So what can you do? What are a few things that you can take away today to start improving your thyroid function? The first thing that you can do is simply eat enough calories. And I wish more women understood how important this simple, simple thing is, but you cannot get around it. If you want to heal your hormones, if you want to restore your metabolism, if you want ample fertility, you have to eat enough food. Okay. It seems so simple that it can't be true, but it is true. You have to eat enough food. And so what does that look like? For most women, that's about 2000 calories. This is going to differ among people. This isn't exactly black and white, but on average, it's about 2000 calories. Now I'm not telling you go and start consuming 2000 calories plus tomorrow. If you've only been eating a thousand slowly increase your caloric intake over time. With most of my clients, I recommend about 100 calories a week until they get to something that's sustainable and fulfilling to them. Keep it simple, eat real food, eat food as close to as God designed it as possible, eat enough of it, balance your plates, and I guarantee you, you will start to see changes. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you. So be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell and we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.